Matt Johnston. I'm not Brad Wakai. I'm Matt Johnston. I'm in the host studios this week, and we're here to recap week one of a crazy NFL season. We're going to talk about some of our games of interest, and then we're just going to dive right into the heart of the picks. That's why you're all here. That's why we're all here. Boys, what's going on? Glad to have you on. How you doing? Going. What up, Johnston? What'd you guys think of that crazy week one? I mean, first of all, obviously, you know, I'm a Steelers fan. So, like, that game in general just kind of, like, set the tone the whole weekend. But I'm looking at a lot of these games. I'm looking at these lines. I couldn't even make heads or tails of it, and it's only week one. Yeah, I, I personally, I think, you know, I didn't go into uh, picking week one with, uh, you know, thinking how bad everyone was going to be the first week coming back. It seemed like everybody just needed a refresher on, oh, hey, this is how you play football. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I lost all my picks and I think that's part of the reason. Um, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, kickers missing kicks, guys fumbling on the goal line, like two, three times. I just think people have been out of the game for so long that, you know, they just got to get it back together. Yeah, it was, it was real ugly, um, for a lot of teams, a lot of games, uh, Shout out to my Giants, you know, first week one win since 2016. I had to throw that out there. Me and Jordan were actually watching that game together, and the moment was bleak up until, like, uh, he missed a kick, really. I mean, we were, like, up and down. It was was a roller coaster of emotion, but good first win. And, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of teams kind of just tripped and fell over their own feet, like Green Bay. Arizona, don't know what went there, what went wrong there. Like there was a lot of teams that just shocked me. Yeah, my uh, my Patriots didn't look too great, but last week I kind of said, "Dude, they suck, man." Just admit, <laughs> they never play very well down in Miami, and I think um, they've lost their last four to Miami, actually, which is crazy to be saying those words. Another uh, team that really shocked me was the Bears coming through, my boy. Justin yeah. Fields looking good, so that was that was pretty fun to see. And then also uh, Geno Smith looking elite <laughs> against all our mortal locks, so that was pretty brutal. But uh, good for him. Yeah, he looks like a eight hundred yard a game, eight TDs, West Virginia. West Virginia. Geno. <laughs> I mean, man, that was I couldn't even believe my own eyes. I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even think half the people watching the game recognize that was Gino, and then they put two and two together. It's like, oh, shit, maybe he's decent. I don't know. Things yeah. change in the NFL. It's pretty weird. It's crazy. There, I saw a stat. He's 9-0 and his last nine games played against the spread. So. Yeah, who would have who ever known that? <laughs> That's a pretty crazy saber metric. I wish I would have known that before I picked that as my mortal lock. <laughs> and also, <laughs> also, even against my picks, shout out to Detroit, the backdoor cover kings. Hey, they find a they find a way to get it done every single time. I called that out as being a trap game, and I fucking knew it. And lo and behold, I still picked it. I think all three of us did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's terrible. Technically, all four of us, but yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, what the Eagles were up thirty-one fourteen in the fourth or something Just like that, and, and so bad. And I saw that on the ticker. I'm like, all right, they got it. And then I saw Detroit coming in close. I'm like, all right, we'll see what they got. But, uh, yeah, I like Philly as a team. But, uh, yeah, let's just get into what are uh, 
I mean, we've had a crazy week one, so week two, I expect to see a lot more of the same, hopefully, or it might start stabilizing here as we get into weeks four or five. Uh, only time will tell. But, Kyle, what games specifically are you looking at that can be your picks, that cannot be your picks? But when you look at that uh, when you look at that ESPN app and see those games, what are you thinking? Uh, yes. Yeah, so the first one I'm really intrigued about is a divisional game, Tampa and New Orleans. Uh the Saints have been Tampa's kryptonite last few years. Um, I was just looking at Tampa's injury report, uh, injury report so far this week, and it's pretty brutal. Um, pretty much everyone on their offense has something going on with them. Tom Brady missed practice uh, for a non-injury-related reason, but still not there. Um, and, yeah, Saints, uh, that defense always gives Brady uh, some fits. So hopefully they can um, you know, figure it out for the first time in Brady's tenure there and uh, get a win. I will not be picking that game, but I will definitely have my eyes on it. And uh, just one other one that I'm going to mention is uh, Green Bay and Chicago. Another divisional game. And like I said, Chicago actually looked pretty decent and Green Bay looked pretty bad. And uh, I think Green Bay is a double digit favorite at least. So I'm definitely going to be tuned in there to see uh, if they deserve that much of a a spread in their favor. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, those are great games. I actually, one of my games is going to be the the Bears and Packers. A lot of intrigue with that one. TJ, what's on your board? What are you looking at? Uh, one game I'm looking at. No, it's not available for our picks, but the chart, the game on Thursday night, Charger, Chargers, Kansas City. You know, big time game. Both those offenses looked hot in Week One. Let's see, can they repeat that? I I, I look for that to be a shootout. Uh, next, I also am looking keying in on that Packers Bears game. For the Packers, they tripped and fell over their own feet, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, the Bears came out with a win. Packers cannot afford to go 0 and 2 in their division if they want any chance to come back and win that division. And then, lastly, the team that pulled that that beat uh, or uh, team that I picked to win that division, the Vikings versus the Eagles, two teams we all know that I've been speaking out about for weeks that I've been high on. I expect that game to be good. Eagles defense against the Lions did not look great against the run. I see Dalvin Cook going and getting a lot of yards there. Justin Jefferson proved that he is a stud last week. I see him catching, you know, a a lot of catches, getting a lot of yards as well. So we will see what that game uh, looks like. Jordan, last but, last but not least, what are you thinking, man? Yeah, so um, I'm going to mirror you there, TJ. Uh, definitely looking forward to watching the Chargers-Chiefs game. Uh, I like these two quarterbacks. I, I want to see them just – I just want to see a whole lot of offense, a whole lot of touchdowns. Um, I'm going to be watching the Giants game actually there in person. So I'll definitely be, you know, tuned into that, obviously. Um, and given that, you know, the Giants ended up not only covering but winning – uh, week one, which, you know, against the Titans was didn't really seem plausible. Um, now we face a Panthers team who is not as good as the Titans. So, you know, funny enough, we're, we're favored, you know, minus two and a half. I'm not going to bet on this one. I'd rather like to, to stay away from the Giants until I know what kind of team we are. Um, but I'll be tuned into that for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the other one here. Again, the Vikings, Eagles, I, I think this could be the game of the week potentially, or it could just be trash and Minnesota ends up running all over, you know, the the Eagles. So it's, it could go kind of just one of complete opposite ways. Um, 
you know, if the Eagles win, they win close, but they're not going to blow out the Vikings. I know that. So. I like it. I think there's way, way too many people in New York that are hyping up the Giants just a little too much. <laughs> I mean, there's 1-0 after week one. I know it was a good win. It, it seems like Dabble is like the guy that can move the team in the right direction. Saquon's healthy. All is good right now. I mean, Daniel Jones is, you know, just being there, right? Existing, doing his part. But again, New York's just a little too high on them, I think. And that's actually going to lead into one of my picks later. But um, all right. So we're going to go through the standings after week one. Um, ooh, okay. So we'll just – we'll start at the top. Brad and TJ tied yes, at one, sir. three, and two. Uh, I'm coming at third at two and three. Uh, Nick at two and three also. Tyson, two and three. Uh, and then we got the bottom four here. Kyle, one and four. Congrats, bro. What was your one win? <laughs> Oh, it was Tampa. You can't bet against Tom Brady. Ah, and he's okay. never lost against the Cowboys. I said that uh, last week. <laughs> well, there you go. Congratulations. You're on the board with one win there. <laughs> Freiburg is also one and four. And then we're going to round out the bottom two here. And woof, if you could guess what's worse than one and four, I'll tell you that. It's on five. <laughs> Jordan, you want to explain a little bit? Yeah. So, um, again, everybody – it looked like they just showed up to practice and they were all half drunk, really. Um, so I, I'm going to blame that. You know, last season, I went 10-0 and 0 in the first two weeks, right? So you know, I can flip this around right quick and, you know, get right back on track. But uh, I'm going to put it to just players were being ready for games. So. You know, when you really got to take into effect, like, which players are on which team, which city they're in, were they partying the night before? Is it, Are we playing Thursday night, Sunday, Monday? You know, you got to take that's a fair. lot of this into account, and that's probably what ultimately what to, you know, led to your demise there. Yeah, most likely. But also, you could have a 5-0, and you know, week this week, and then you're probably tied for first. So, there you go. Part. All right, without further ado, let's get into this week's picks. Week two of the 2022 NFL season, the Naked Take Digital Media Pick'em, uh, the Peep Show. We're going to start with Kyle. Kyle, run it down, baby. Sure. So starting off here, uh, I've, again, I'm usually one to avoid the double-digit spreads, especially in the NFL. But ironically enough, I'm going to be picking three of them this week. So uh, might be to uh, my demise again, but I'm just going to send it. Who cares? So first game, I'm going to take the Rams at home against the Falcons, minus 10 and a half. Uh, Rams are coming off a pretty abysmal performance against the Bills last Thursday night. I expect them to be bouncing back. And again, the Falcons don't think they're really trying to prove too much this season. I, I think they're quote unquote tanking to get a high draft pick. Uh, they have to fly across the country and, you know, McVay is under 500 for, I think the first time in his career. And I don't think he wants that statistic uh, hovering over his head too much longer. So hopefully the Rams can get it done and uh, win by a couple touchdowns for me. Uh, next game I'm going to be picking is uh, Houston plus 10 and a half going on the road to Denver. Uh, Denver, honestly, again, I had them as my mortal lock last week, and I really did not like what I saw. Uh, pretty sloppy. Uh, that defense was kind of suspect, which kind of surprised me against uh, Geno Smith. Um, and on the flip side, Houston uh, surprised me. I've been a pretty big fan of Davis Mills so far through his career. I think he can put up some numbers, and 
I actually like Houston's run game a lot. Uh, Damian Pierce, I think they're, they're going to get him the ball a good bit, control the clock, and I think they can stay uh, within that 10.5 hook. Pretty much just betting a number on this one. So I'm going to take uh, Houston plus 10.5. Next game, um, I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals minus 7.5 going on the road down into Dallas. Um, I just don't think there's any way that Joe Burrow is going to play another game like he did last week. Uh, last week was probably the worst of his career, and they were still in position to win that game. Um, also, again, with Dak being out and hurt, I don't know what Dallas's offense is really going to be able to do. So I think if Cincinnati can score you know, 24, 27 points, I think they could cover that 7.5 pretty, pretty easily. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them. Uh, next game, I'm going to take Buffalo minus 10.5 at home against Tennessee. Uh, watching that Buffalo Rams game, I think Buffalo looks like the strongest team in the league right now. Um, again, it's only one week in, so that really might not mean much. It might be a fluke, but just from the sheer number of points that they can put up in a hurry – with that explosive offense, um, I'm going to take them. Uh, again, Tennessee last week uh, kind of squandered in the moment and fell to the Giants, which I think is a pretty subpar team, to be honest. Uh, Saquon, again, everyone knows my thoughts on him, had a pretty pretty big game. Uh, so I, I don't think Tennessee's defense is, is ready for that Bills offense. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Bills at home in Orchard Park. Uh, so yeah, give me them minus 10 and a half. And then finally, I should have taken them last week as I've been talking about them for, you know, two or three weeks now on the pod, but I love the Vikings this year. I think they're going to win that division. So give me the Vikings plus one and a half going on the road to Philly. I think they looked phenomenal last week and I think they're going to continue that. Philly, again, they put up some points, but that defense looked a little suspect. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Jefferson in that run game with Dalvin Cook. And uh, I just saw another statistic from Pro Football Focus. Uh, I believe Kirk Cousins last week had the highest passing grade under pressure. So uh, say what you want about him, but I think uh, this is his year to uh, really make a deep playoff run. So give him the Vikings plus one and a half. I like it. Did you do your lock? Oh, sorry. That'll be my mortal lock, too. Oh, that'll be mortal lock. Okay, got it. Cool. Yeah, uh, you know, go with your gut, man. You got Tampa Bay last week on your mortal. You got uh, – um, No, my mortal last week was actually Denver, so. Oh, Denver, yeah. Okay, that's – okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's the only one you got. All right, uh, love the picks. Let's do it. Uh, TJ, what do you got, man? Starting off, uh, I know Kyle alluded to it earlier. There's a lot of injuries listed for that Tampa Bay team, Tom Brady struggles against this defense, but I am going to roll with the Bucks minus three and a half on the road in the Superdome. I think they pull out a win. Next, we are going to Baltimore. I like Baltimore minus three and a half against the Dolphins. I think Lamar came out. He's he in the beginning, the first couple drives was wasn't great, but then he turned it on and he never looked back. So I like Baltimore in that game against the Dolphins. Third, I can't believe I am saying this, especially after last year, but give me the Detroit Lions at home minus two and a half. They are big and physical up front. They can run the ball, and that offense put up 
30 something points on the Eagles. So I like them against the Washington against the Washington Commanders. Give me them minus two and a half. And for my mortal lock, Johnson, you are going to love this. But give me the Pittsburgh Steelers plus one and a half against New England. Mac Jones is a little banged up. It looks like he's going to play. But Pittsburgh found a way to turn over. Uh, or no, this isn't my mortal lock. Sorry. <laughs> but um, Pittsburgh found <laughs> found a way to turn over Joe Burrow in that offense multiple times. They found a way to get it done, even in OT. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then for my mortal lock, actually, we are going to that team that just turned over the ball five times. Cincy, minus seven and a half against a Cooper Rush-led Dallas Cowboys. This offense is going to be terrible. They are not going to be able to move the ball. Um, you know, C.D. Lamb doesn't know if he wants to be a number one receiver just yet. Zeke is old. Give me Cincinnati, minus seven and a half. TJ, you and I are in the same wavelength tonight because I got a lot of your picks. Man, so I like what Perfect. you're feeling and picking up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's that court, uh, Cowboys quarterback again? Cooper Rush. Yeah, I, did everyone else have to look him up too. I didn't even know where he came from. He played last year, I think. For two yeah, he won. He won a game last year too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Tim Tebow won a playoff game. You know what I mean? Like things don't matter. Yeah, against your team. Oh, whoa, 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 you didn't even bring that up. <laughs> All right, Jordan, what do you got, man? Yeah, so similar uh, to a lot of you guys, I think there's many games we're staying away from, um, and many we're not. Uh, so New Orleans, I like plus three and a half against Tampa Bay in the Superdome. I picked New Orleans last week to cover. You know they didn't they didn't end up covering, but that was them. You know being the winner, and they at least ended up winning. Here I'm just picking them to cover, and I think that hey, I, I, they might even win this game, right? With the injuries, to, it's funny. Tampa Bay has one of the the most. They have the highest depth in their receiving core. Ironically, they also have the most injuries right now in their receiving core. <laughs> so uh, I kind of like New Orleans in, in this game. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I think we, we all got bit by the hard knocks bug. Um, I like Detroit minus two and a half against Washington. Now they do have a bit better front, Washington, versus the Eagles, and, and so that may play a factor. But if Detroit only has to win by a field goal, I, I think they can pull this one out. Um, I'm surprised no one else said this one though. Uh, Indianapolis minus four and a half on the road in Jacksonville. I mean, that Trap. if we're talking about Trap. crowds in, in, in like the loudest stadiums, they probably rank 32nd. The Colts haven't I, won there in their last four trips, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm not worried. I mean, I, I'm not worried at all. They came off a tie in a game they should have won. You know, they're going to come right back and, and storm down the field. I, I think this one they walk away with easily. Um, then one, I like Seattle minus nine and a half against San Francisco. And again, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, how, how poorly Russell Wilson played. Uh, but Geno Smith, more importantly, you know, covering the spread. Right. And this spreads even greater than it was versus the Broncos. And San Fran had, you know, was projected to win against the Bears, and they ended up not only losing on the cover but losing the game, right? So I think Seattle comes away with this one, you know, easily, um, you know, creeps up in there in the minus nine and a half category. So I'm plus nine and a half for Seattle, uh, and then Cincy. This will be my mortal lock. 
Cincy minus seven and a half against Dallas, and I don't think we got to beat a, a dead horse here. I mean, Dak's out. No Tyron Smith. Um, Cooper Rush. And, yeah, uh, Joe Burrow is not going to do do as bad as he did last week. So, that's all. Yeah, we're all feeling the same games here. You could tell, like, <clears throat> I mean, we said this slate's, like, pretty tough to pick. But when you look at those, we all seem to, like, be on the same, like, you know, like, uh, wavelength to picking up those same games because there's just other ones that are just impossible to pick, especially with some of these spreads as big as they are. I mean, it's week two. How can you tell, tell what a team really is, right? Uh, okay, I guess it's me. So, again, um, I'm going to start out a little bit different. Uh, I talked about Cleveland, about Cleveland against the New York Jets and thinking about that being a gross game. Um, you got Brissett, a QB in Cleveland. Chubb is a fucking, like, workhorse, so it's great to see that. I think this is a – I mean, it's minus six and a half for Cleveland. It's a pretty large spread, but – Jets still got Joe Flacco. Now, when you think about a guy like Joe Flacco, who's, what, 37 or something like that, he's been in the league probably, what, almost 15 years, 14 years. How many passes at most should he be throwing in a game? 25. Yeah. 25, yeah. maybe that, 30. 20 to 30 range. 59 <laughs> last week. What is? What are they doing? His arm's going to fall off. <laughs> yeah that's actually insane i mean i didn't see any of the game i would never watch that game but I, at the same time i'm like what is going on there because he's you know like 30 for 40 and then he's like getting up there in the 50s i'm like what is going on uh again i just think the jets are trash i'm going to cleveland minus six and a half uh we talked about baltimore baltimore miami um you know, Lamar's stats weren't necessarily great. 17 for 30, 213 yards. Three touchdowns, obviously. He didn't need the yards, just need the TDs. Um, and this one, I expect Miami to come down to earth a little bit. I know they took a good win from uh, New England. And, uh, you know, a lot. Of, there were a lot of questions about them, you know, um, about Tua, if he's going to be on the same wavelength with, um, you know, his wide receivers. And uh, everything looked good in Miami. Uh, I think they're just going to fall down a little bit here in Baltimore. It could be Baltimore minus three and a half. Uh, yeah, Detroit versus Washington. Um, you know, Detroit barely lost to Philly last week. Um, you know, I really wasn't necessarily impressed by – um, you know, Jalen and Joff stats. Uh, DeAndre Swift is, I think he's the real deal. I really wish I would have snagged him in a few of my fantasy leagues. Um, and they, you know, Washington, on the other hand, they could have won that game last week. You know what I mean? It was, they were up late 22 to 20, and then Jahad Dotson got a second TD today, and they went up 28 22. And, uh, I, I don't. I'm not sure about Washington. I think they're going to rally around Dan Campbell in this one. I know the the Lions always lose these close ones, but I think they pull one out. Give me Detroit minus two and a half. Uh, the Giants probably one of the biggest shockers last week, beating Tennessee 21 to 20 on the road. Saquon 18 for 164, one touchdown. You love to see that. Uh, Daniel Jones looked competent. What more can you ask for? Uh, that Carolina game was a little bit of a mess. They lost 26 24 to Cleveland, um, but on that almost 60-yard field goal, which was nuts. Uh, Baker looks, you know, whatever. Um, if I was going to bet this game, I would probably buy up Carolina plus three and a half. But uh, I'm taking Carolina plus two and a half. I think the Giants are going to just chill out a little bit. and New York's going to be a little bit more mellow. Um, and then my lock of the week, I, I, I can't I – can't, I just can't figure out why this spread is the way it is. It's Pittsburgh plus one and a half versus New England. 
Um, you know, you have uh, New England down to who's their second string? Brian Hoyer, probably. Yeah. If I don't even know if Max playing, I tried to get an injury update. I couldn't see anything yet. He he practiced today. He did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably play it. So maybe if he gets banged up, he might be knocked out. I would say that's a definite, but unfortunately, TJ Watt is out of the game. That's not going to matter. New England's not going to have an offense. Mitch Trubisky is exactly who I thought he would end up being, and I'm kind of all for it. He's very serviceable, doesn't turn the ball over. If he could just keep that going, if our line or if our O line can improve just a little bit, just so Najee can get a little more downfield and get some more speed to break away and, and do his thing, because without a line, he just kind of looks flat. Uh, Pittsburgh plus one and one and a half, my lock of the week. Uh, that's an easy one for me. All right, boys. Uh, any last comments? Anything left to say before we dive into uh, week two? I know we got the Chargers and Chiefs tomorrow night on Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited for week two. I'm excited to learn a little more about each team and and sort of what their identity is going to be moving forward. So, yeah, I um, I have a, a bet riding right now for for tomorrow night. Uh, Austin Eckler, since he didn't score in week one, I feel like it's very plausible for him to score in week two. So I got him anytime touchdown. Um, I have both quarterbacks hitting their, their passing yards over. Um, and then uh, I actually have Chargers beating the spread, uh, not winning, just beating the spread. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that, that parlay goes. But, yeah, I'm excited to watch it you know, unfold. Yeah, ESPN has them at minus four right now. So, I mean, it could easily be a field goal game. Chargers cover. Yeah, I like that. I like the both quarterbacks uh, over yards. And, yeah, Eckler, anytime touchdown scorer. I think that's a given tomorrow. So, yeah. Kyle, any last remarks? Uh, yeah, what's going on with the uh, the Cardinals? Like, you know how much I love my Raiders, but uh, I'm very surprised they're a five-and-a-half favorite against uh, the Cardinals this weekend. Uh, I mean, did you did you watch last week's? <laughs> uh, no, I was missing my Amtrak because Wayne doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 team looked lost, like <laughs> absolutely lost. Like even up to the coaching staff, just it was it was. <clears throat> I can see why they're minus five or why they're plus five and a half right now. Five, five and a half is still large, though. Like, they are really, really down on the Cardinals right now. And yes. Because it's the Raiders. They're not going to bump up the Raiders. You know what I mean? Like, that has to say a lot about the Cardinals. So, shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll be it for this uh, this week's episode. Make sure you go follow the Peep Show on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, go follow Johnny Hayes off on Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, and then we're going to start doing, uh, videos on YouTube. So look for that for week three, week two here will be the last of the audio episodes. Uh, and then hopefully we'll get the full crew back next week and, uh, we'll all be in it. Brad did say he wouldn't miss one for the rest of the year. So let's make sure we hold him accountable for that. Will do. Good. <laughs> all right, boys, from us here at the Naked Take Digital Media Network and the Peep Show, have a good night. Feeling good, like I should Winning circle, walk around the neighborhood
day can be a better day despite the challenge All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it It's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance I just say whatever cause there is no way you're round it Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine It's okay And nothing works, you feel surrounded Gotta give your feet some gravity to get you grounded Keep good things inside your ears just like the waves and sound it And just say whatever cause there is no way you're grounded Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine It's okay Sunday best Hey, feeling good Like I should